it's week one college football this is the extra point podcast we are the college football experience my name's gus that's will and we have some guests today on the podcast if you can't tell we got logan hood the 2022 cfp pickums champion and then we got our good buddy will smith the only two-time pickums champions everyone football is here it's less than 48 hours away. We got three games on Thursday, one on Friday. If my math is right, five on Saturday, one on Sunday, one on Monday. How are y'all doing tonight, and are y'all ready for some football? Yeah, man, of course we're ready. That's why we're here. All right, Smarty. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's been a long offseason. Um <sighs> So, ready for it to get started. Uh, I appreciate y'all having me on here tonight. Yes, sir. We couldn't do it without the two-time. Logan, are you excited for this season? Just ready to go back-to-back. Back-to-back? Do you really think you're going back-to-back? I have no doubt. It's hard to do. There's only been one two-time champion. (laughs) Here's the thing. I've been there. I know what it takes to get there now, and I just do it again. I have no idea. You you did have a pretty dominant season last year. I think you you for sure you for sure had the best record, and I think you had the best record by at least four to five games, if I remember right. I got ninety five games right. God, unprecedented numbers. Can you, can you break a last? Can you get the hundred? <laughs> his can last four weeks. The entire year, I called Tennessee beating Alabama and put them at ten confidence. And you put them at ten. You. Put you put it all out on the table, trying to keep it PG here, but but you but you laid it out on the table, one hundred percent, man. But so so this episode is all about introducing what the Pickums are, and then we are going to break down the ten games for the Pickums. So we've been doing this college football Pickums for this will be the ninth season, and it's and it's just we choose ten games. Every single week, and then you have to rank them one to ten confidence, and you have to pick the winner. So it's out of so it's out of fifty five points, and we've had anywhere from about ten to fifteen people do it every season, and it's a blast. And and kind of what the podcast is going to be based off of for the rest of the season, just breaking down the ten games for the week, and then being able to recap um, the week that we just had. So with all that being said, y'all, let's jump in to some breakdowns the most exciting game on thursday night for me it's the florida versus utah game this line's been all over the place it has i'm pretty sure it's fluctuated anywhere from about nine to about four and a half and it's kind of jumped back up to six and a half now man florida got the better of utah this last season and in 2022 now they make the return trip up to salt lake city to open up the 2023 season, just fire it at me. What are y'all's thoughts on this game for Thursday night? Which one do y'all want to go first? Got I don't care who's playing quarterback for Utah. I don't. Oh. Even, I don't care. I even if it's a third win. string? Don't care. I think Utah's going to win regardless. Um I think it's going to be a pretty fast game. I think both teams are going to try to run the ball. 
Mm-hmm. And with the new clock rules, you'll see it go by pretty fast. Was it kickoff at 8? I wouldn't be surprised if it was over at 1030. Um, but, yeah, I think Utah just probably has a little bit a little bit more to them this year than what Florida has, and I think they'll get it done. I'm not super confident in it. It's not going to be too high on my confidence, but I think Utah gets it done regardless of who plays quarterback. Do you think they cover? No. Smart, smart man. Wills? Um, I'm I'm following Logan here. I, I think Utah looks to uh, avenge their loss from last year. Okay. If any of y'all remember how that game ended, it was uh, kind of close one there at the end. Had a crazy play. Um, yeah, I like I like Utah at home and getting their revenge game. I'm a Logan. I'm, I don't care who plays quarterback. I think they got what it takes. Sorry, Bates. Well, no, you're your, good. This, this, your your Florida Gators. You're good. You, you got. You have team. to pick them. Well. I will say this, you know, what's in Utah's favor is they have the longest uh, home winning streak in the country right now. They're 19 uh, and 0 in their last 19 games at home. Yeah, they're 25 and 1 in their last 26. So um, I, do, I will say we have a sample of what the quarterback kind of looks like. Um, if it's not Cam Rising, I mean, we saw him in the Rose Bowl and he didn't look great. Um, so that kind of lets makes me feel a little better about Florida's chances. But, man, there are a lot of unknowns, so I don't blame you all for taking Utah. Um, I think just some of the biggest question marks for Utah is probably their wide receivers. Um, So they just don't have much star power out there. It's a lot of unknowns for them, which I know Florida has a lot of unknowns themselves, but um, we are probably the better team that they've played at home in a while, at least to start the year. So – I think Florida can pull it out, but it's all going to be based off of Graham Merckx. I mean, can he make plays? Can he manage the game? Can he make the throws that are necessary to help Florida um, get over that hump and uh, ultimately win Thursday night? Man, this is my. This will probably be at my one or probably my two, but I'm picking Florida. I'm just going to lay it all out on the table because I know a bunch of people are probably going to pick the Ute. So I'm picking Florida. I'm going to hitch my wagon to Graham Mertz, kind of put faith in him where he hasn't shown us much at Wisconsin. But even the Wisconsin coaches came out and were like, yeah, we screwed up with the way that we used him. And he was a failed project, not because of him, but because of us. So I think Florida takes advantage of a 75, 70% healthy um, cam rising. And I think they go up to Salt Lake. I think they get the dub. But I think the, uh, the home win streak might play better for Florida than it does Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Because like They're all of the pressure. Well. Yeah. Because all, cause all, all the pressure could be on. All the pressure could be on you, you, Utah to say like, "Hey, this we're is... the back-to-back Pac-12 champs," and like all the pressure is on them to be able to rep, to be able to rep the conference. This is and... what I want to see. If if Cam Rising trots out there and he takes that first snap, I, I want to see an all-out blitz, and I want to hit him. I mean, I want to, I'm going to make him get back up and play another snap and say, "Oh crap, what if I got take off running?" Like, yeah. I want to see what he's got. If if they're going to trot him out there, I want to see what he can do. 
I'm pretty sure he hasn't been touched since. No, no, dude, he hasn't even participated in 11 on 11 drills, you know, allegedly. Um, I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he is either. And I mean, the guy that they're thinking about playing, he is extremely fast anyway. So I think what I tell you guys, he runs 100 meters in like 10 something seconds. He's one of the fastest. He's one of the fastest guys in the Pac-12. So if he gets on the edge, um, he'll probably score. I mean, but but then the only thing Florida has to do is they just have to they just have to sell off to the run and say like, hey, like you have to beat us with your arm. Well, yeah, that's what Utah wants to do anyway. They want to run the ball. So. Right. What number is Graham Mertz wearing this year? Fifteen. Is it? Oh, fifteen. Ooh. Yeah. Utah oh. just went up a couple notches on my. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Jersey number doesn't matter. I mean, no. having to wear have having to wear fifteen at the University of Florida, man, that's a big deal. Who yeah. uh, who wore that before? Was there a quarterback that wore fifteen in Florida before? Anthony Richardson. Yeah, number <laughs> was it fourth overall pick last year. Hey. Uh, and and I think it was someone. Yeah. I think it was someone named Timothy. Yeah, somebody like that. Yeah. Got a statue or something. That's big shoes oh. to fill there for uh, Mr. Mertz. Huh. Yeah, a lot of shoes to fill. Big shoes. So we got two Utahs and two Floridas. I, I can see who <laughs> is being faithful to the SEC here and who isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this game is a highlight game in the noon slot on Saturday. Colorado and Deion Sanders. Going down to Fort Worth, Texas, playing the runners up from last season. I really hate to call them the runners up because they just got spanked so bad. Colorado playing TCU minus 20 and a half to TCU. Can can Colorado even compete in this game? Because I don't think so. Um, I think they pass. I mean, they just got so many unknowns. We just have no idea about them at all. Um, you know, TCU's replacing a lot too from last year yeah. from that national championship run. So I was shocked to see this be up in the what was it? What'd you say? The twenties? Yeah, the twenties. Twenty and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a big uh, one. Yeah. I, I mean, I got TCU winning this ball game. I don't know if it's a major blowout, but uh I got TCU winning just because I have no idea about Colorado. Yeah, I don't think TCU is going to be very good at all this year. But I also think Colorado is going to be hot garbage. Garbage. I have TCU and pretty pretty high. I don't. I don't. I think Dion might be good in a few years, but this ain't the year. They. He walked into a very bad roster and an absolute dumpster fire. Well, yeah, and he completely flipped that roster too, didn't he? How many guys are left from last year? It's not. I think it's. I think it's less than fifteen. Yeah, it's not a lot at all. I mean, it's a a group of guys that's never played together. Um, That's one of the reasons I think I'm going to take TCU. I think they handled the game. Twenty and a half is a lot of points. It wouldn't surprise me if Colorado covers, but I feel good. Feel good about TCU. I mean, there's just so much talent on the Colorado <laughs> roster. I mean, they do have Travis Hunter. They do have Core Monty McLean. Travis Hunter is going to be playing offense, and he is, and he is going to be playing defense too. But I mean, there's just so much 
that goes into building a football team that's different than building a football roster. And I think Colorado's built a football roster. They haven't necessarily had time to build a team yet, and they haven't had time to build a program. So I think TCU. I mean, they do get they do get Chandler Morris back, who was supposed to be their starter last year. I he he was starting over the did I'm trying to think where did Max Duggan finish in the Heisman race? Was he third? He's invited sure. New York. That's all I can remember. Yeah, yeah. third sounds good, man. Yeah. So so I mean, he 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 was a starter over someone that went to New York City. So he obviously has he obviously has a talent, but can he stay healthy? Because he has had trouble doing that. But I'm but I'm going TCU pretty high here just because I think they're the better program at this point in time. I think they have more talent. I think they have probably probably the better coach at this point in time. So I'm going TCU pretty high too. This is the game college game day is going to be at. And I'm really excited. I This is probably my the third game that I'm the most excited to watch. UNC minus two and a half versus South Carolina. This is in Charlotte. This is gross. I wish it was in. I wish it was in William Bryce. I wish it was up at. Wish it was up at up at Chapel Hill. Man, who's gonna win the battle of the Carolinas? Hit me with it. First of all, ban neutral uh, site games. Ban them. Thank you, Logan. See ya. They're Don't get them out of here. We hate them. Um, I think South Carolina wins. Yes. I like South Carolina pretty good. Uh, I don't think North Carolina's defense is going to be very good. I think they were hoping they were going to be better than last year, but I don't Mm -hmm. think that's actually going to happen. Um, apparently South Carolina's secondary has been really good in Mm -hmm. fall camp and that ought to be, be interesting to watch Drake May against them. I think, I don't think he can beat South Carolina on his own. So go Gamecocks. But this is my I'm this is the game I'm most excited to watch this weekend. It's yes. my number one. I'm very very much looking forward to it. Um I think this will be kind of the offenses against each other. Um I just think North Carolina's offense is eventually going to lose some steam in the game and South Carolina will take control because mostly because they probably got the better defense out of the two. North Carolina's defense just isn't very good. Um, I love Drake May. He is one of my quarterbacks in our draft this year. He was my first pick. Uh, but I just see probably the Gamecocks taking control of this one and pulling out and getting them a dub. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with y'all. I'm going with uh, USC Junior as well. Uh, I'd like to see what they can do coming off their hot end of their uh, 2022 campaign. They really started to pick it up towards the end of the season. And that'll be uh, interesting to see if they can carry that over into this year. Man, one of my hot takes at the end of the 2022 season was that this South Carolina team was the worst eight and four team that I had ever seen in my whole entire life. They were so bad up until week 11, no, week 12, and then they switched play callers and it was like they were running out there with their hair on fire. And so I think with them – staying with that switch on the offensive side of the ball. And the only thing their defense has to do is get four stops, maybe four to five stops. And then that's going to win them the ball game because I don't see, I don't see South. I don't see no, I don't see North Carolina's 
uh, defense stopping anything because kind of like you were talking about, Logan, all of these reports that are coming out of Chapel Hill this fall are saying like, hey, this like they haven't made the jump like we thought they were going to make the jump. And even though Gene Chizik did win a national championship for Auburn, I don't think he's going to get I honestly don't know why they brought him back. I, I I have no clue why they brought Gene back. And I don't know why they went and got Chip Chip Lindsay as their offensive coordinator. Like what a downgrade from Phil Longo to Chip Lindsay, who's who's really hasn't been successful anywhere that he's gone. And I mean he's 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 always just been an outcast having to bounce around from team to team. But I think that's I think South Carolina is going to cover. I think South Carolina is going to win. And I think they could win pretty, pretty handily. Logan, I want to hear from you first on this game because whenever we were in the pre-pod lobby, you were like, I have some spicy takes on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. We have we have the Nebraska Cornhuskers versus the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And you have Minnesota is favored minus seven. How will Nebraska fare in their first game under head coach Matt Rule? Logan, hit me with it first because I can't wait to hear. Nebraska's going to win. Matt Rule, great college coach. He's a program uh, builder. He's done it at Temple. He did it at Baylor. He walked into an absolute nightmare and turned that around. So I'm a big believer in Matt Rule in college. Not so much the NFL, obviously, but I think he's going to get it rolling at Nebraska. And Minnesota, I'm tired of P.J. Fleck. It was like three or four years ago, I was all bought into P.J. Fleck. I wanted him to come to Auburn. I was like, row that boat on down to Auburn, Alabama, please. <laughs> but now they just – it's the same thing every year. They're not any yeah. good. They're just yeah. not good. He's yeah. – I, I like him. Like I like the stuff he says. But then they get out there and it's just a dud. I'm just tired – I'm tired of hearing about them. I don't think that they're going to be very good. They do have a tough schedule, so they're kind of not in good shape there. But I think I think they start 0-1. I think uh, Matt Rule gets his Nebraska rain rolling good. And the Nebraska hype is going to be a little annoying after this. But Oh, oh yeah. Well. <clears throat> That's uh, some strong thoughts on Nebraska considering where they've been what, the past decade, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, last I mean, year it was, was horrendous. They couldn't even wait for the uh, – the buyout for their Scott Frost to, to drop what seven million dollars it was bad yeah. out there in Lincoln. Um, I'm kind of torn on this game. I originally was thinking maybe Minnesota. I will say Logan that you had some strong thoughts that made me made me think maybe otherwise. I'm kind of <laughs> up in the air on this one right now. Stick I like to your guns, last year. I rooted for him last year. I wanted Scott Frost to do good. Um, he just couldn't seem to figure it out. But I agree. I think Matt Rule's a good college coach, so he might be able to turn it around for him. Nebraska brought in a lot of talent too. They did. Hines. Bunch of guys who haven't played together yet, but I know that's part of the the trans portal, transfer portal era nowadays. So um I don't kind of torn. Let's see. I don't I don't care what Logan says about Minnesota. They're gonna row that boat Thursday night for a W. <laughs> row it, baby. Row that Just, boat. The same reasons why T, why Colorado's not going to be good is the same reason why Nebraska's just not going to be able to get it going right off the start of the season. Uh, just because a lot of new additions to the team, you know, Matt Rules just trying to get it, this program going. Will he get it going? I think so. I think he's the right guy. 
Um, it, it will happen eventually, just not Thursday night. So I got the Minnesota Golden Gophers with the W. Low confidence, though. Low. I I could see why you went Nebraska, but Minnesota, I think, is going to get it done. This Am I wrong about P.J. Fleck? Am I crazy for saying no. that? No, no, I, he is annoying. Yeah, I but. think he is a phenomenal hype man. I, I mean, I think he can get you excited. I think he can get people to buy in, but he hasn't necessarily put those, put all that energy and all that hype into results on the field. But they had a sneaky good defense last season, and the. And the offense, they really didn't have any weapons outside. They were super one-dimensional with Mo um, Ibrahim. And they 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 have a quarterback, Ethan Kaliakmanis. The Greek rifle is the name that they're calling him. The Gre- And if you have a nickname like the Greek rifle, oh, you better be baby, good. I, I am buying in. And they really did hit the portal hard when it came to the receiver position. So I think we're going to kind of see a switch in identity to more to more of a pass heavy team than a run heavy team just because of just because just because of the personnel. And I mean, they are the Golden Gophers. Golden is my last name. I would be cursed if I picked against a team that had my last name. So I'm kind of with Will. This is going to be kind of like a mid to low confidence game. I'm going Golden Gophers, and I, I, I probably wouldn't pick them to cover, but I could definitely see them winning. This game right here is a game we're not going to spend that much time on because it's not really a giant game in terms of consequences, but it is an interesting game to me. Um, NC State is minus 14 and a half going up to UConn. I'm excited to see this new look offense for NC state. What are y'all's thoughts on this game? Uh, NC state's way too good at defense for UConn. Uh, They've always been pretty good at defense. This is a high confidence for me. I think NC state just going to pull away from them. Uh, UConn is better. They play, they had a pretty good little year last year. They've been better than they have been. Um, Head coach's name used to be the Falcons head coach, UCLA Jim, head coach. Jim, Jim, his name is Jim. His name is Jim Mora. Yeah, that's Jim his Moore. name. Um, but I got NC State defense just a little too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NC State's just going to out physical. And NC State's a pretty physical football team. Like you said, they play good defense every year. They're just, they're just going to outman them. I got I pretty agree. high. I didn't know. I didn't spend too much time on this one. I went just NC State off the bat, just looking at those two names. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all it took for me. This is a hell of a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there's for sure a reason this spread is at is at fourteen and a half. I mean, I almost took Brennan Armstrong as my wild card quarterback in the quarterback draft because he's getting back with Robert and I, his offensive coordinator that he had in. 2021 whenever he was at Virginia and he kind of had that super breakout year so they are reuniting so it isn't that I don't think that UConn is a terrible team I just think that NC State's got a lot more talent and 
I'm just really looking at this game saying, like, can this NC State offense actually be what people think it is? So I think all of us are going to put NC State pretty high. This is going to be a game where no one chooses UConn, but you got to have those games on the slate just because there's hardly ever 10 games that you're like, oh, man, like we have to put these 10 games on here. So I just try to put the interesting matchup sometimes in teams that we're not necessarily going to always see on the pickums on there. Man, the standalone game on Monday night, I think this is a sleeper game just because Duke is a sleeper team. Clemson goes to Duke on Labor Day night. They are minus 12 and a half. Can this new look Clemson offense go on the road and take care of business against the Duke Blue Devils, who I think are going to be one of the grittiest teams in the ACC this season? I like Clemson. Yeah. I'm a lot higher on Clemson than most people are this year. I like Garrett Riley, the new offensive coordinator. I like Cade Klubnick. I like Shipley. I think they have one of the best linebacker rooms in the country, if not the best. And I think they're getting a little little too disrespected. Hated uh, on. Yeah, borderline hated on. I yeah. I think this could be a, hey, don't forget who we are here for Clemson. Yeah. So I, I am a little bit worried about Duke. I like um, Elko. I think he's a great coach. But mm-hmm. I, I'm too high on Clemson to say that they could lose. I'm with you. I'm on Clemson too. They're they're a higher confidence pick for me. Um, they've just been so good for so long. They're a, a much much better program than Duke. I think they probably have better guys all around. Um, and I'm excited to see Cade Klubnick what he does this year. I think he'll have yeah. a pretty good year. Yeah, I like Clemson too. Um, you know their offensive coordinator they have this year. He he's had a top ten offense everywhere he's been. Um, I the only thing that scares me this is at Duke on a Monday night. Um, yeah. That those type of games are the ones, you know, we all pick Clemson and then Duke somehow end up winning it. Um, yeah. But I like Clemson too. I agree with what Logan's saying. I, I think uh, people are kind of trying to give this conference to Florida State a little too quickly right now, and uh, they're probably feeling a little disrespected. Um, so I think Clemson's probably going to take care of business and uh, get ready for their show with Florida State in a few weeks. So this is – this game has the potential to highlight something that happens in the pickums often. It isn't it isn't who you pick, but it's where you put the pick at in the rankings. Be, because this could be a game where everyone where everyone picks Clemson and somehow they get upset. And you could have a bunch of people that put them at eight, nine, seven, and then you could have some people that put them at five four you you could maybe have someone crazy put them down there at three and then that really gives those people a super boost going into the end of the week so i am picking clemson too just just because of the nature of the two teams clemson is a they're a lot more talented than duke but i'm really wanting to see can this clemson front seven assert their dominance and can this Clemson offensive line kind of bounce back? They've, they've had a rough past two years with kind, kind of with injuries. So I really want to see them be able to bounce back. And then I want to see the Clemson wide receiver room. I want to see guys step, step up 
in this new Garrett Riley offense and kind of see them shine because because if if because if they're able to shine against Duke, then I think that's kind of a good early season test is that 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 it's not too hard, but it's not too soft of a game either. So I so I think it's going to be a pretty good test for Clemson, but I again have them winning. I don't know if Clemson's going to cover. Just because, I mean, that, 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 that's a lot to ask for a brand-new offense to come in on the road and cover cover against a team like Duke. So, can, I'll probably go Clemson, but I don't think they're going to cover. Can Duke's fan base show up? Because, like, this reminds me of that Virginia Tech-North Carolina game we had last year. I yeah. think it was, no, and, that was or two years two seasons two, ago. Two years ago, North Carolina got beat like on a Thursday night or Friday night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can Duke's fan base bring it like that and make Clemson's offense, you know, have to um, communicate a little better and give them a little, you know, challenge them a little bit? That's a that's a really good that's a really good comparison to what this game has the potential to be. Mm-hmm. So this is, so that's for sure one to keep an eye on. But if that stadium's orange, that's going to be rough. Clem- Clemson's going to get run away with it. That's going to be rough. This is the highlight game for Saturday night. It's going to be on NBC of all places. That'll be weird to be watching the big 10 on NBC, West Virginia at Penn state. Penn State's favored by 20 and a half. Does does West Virginia even stand a chance in this game? I mean, because a bunch of people have Penn State going to the playoffs. There were people that I was that I was listening to today that have Penn State winning the national championship. I think we listened to the same thing. I I think we did. No, I, I- I think Penn State's going to crush them. Penn State has some dudes. Some I dogs. love Nick dogs. Singleton. Love them. Dog. Uh, and I, West Virginia is just not very good. I think, bless Neil Brown's heart. I just, Dude. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to make it much longer there. But uh, I give him five weeks. Penn State by Ooh. a billion. Dude, I think, I think think that neil brown will be fired by the middle of october yeah because they have no reason to bring oh yeah yeah penn state is a really good team kind of like you were saying they have some dog dude they have a first round pick on the offensive line they have the highest recruit ever uh drew aller that has to step up and he has to perform but he has all the hype around him they have what i think is the best backfield in the Big Ten, and then they got a stout, stout defense. So I think they cover this twenty and a half, and this is my ten. Yeah, yeah um, this is my ten. This is my ten as well. Um, I think Penn State upgraded at quarterback. Finally, they, that last quarterback, I feel like he was there forever. Um, they, they have the best, yeah, Sean Clifford, and then I think they got one of the best secondaries in the country. Um, I do not think West Virginia has a shot. Um, I think this is a blowout. This will be kind of a good game for Drew Aller to kind of get out there, sling it around a little bit, um, you know, let that run game help him out some. Uh, but I feel really good about this one. Uh, I think Penn State's going to win pretty big. 
I agree. I'm completely bought in on the Penn State hype. I'm excited to see what they do this year. I hope they can knock off uh, Michigan and Ohio State for that Big Ten East um, title. But yeah, clap a ten on this game. I'm going for it. Dude, how big for college football would that be? And that would be a giant, giant middle finger to the twelve team playoff. Say it like, hey, it's like we we don't need this expanded playoff to get parity. Just let nature run its course. Team teams are gonna fluctuate. So I would absolutely love, love for Penn State to go twelve and zero, or even go uh, go eleven and one. And then somehow win the big, big Ten East. I would. What if Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State all go eleven and one? That's what me and Gus have talked about. It's very possible. So, so, so I think, and I think in that case, there's a really weird tiebreaker scenario where where (laughs) um in the Big Ten it goes to, I think it's either your opponents combined records and i think that tie with all the projections i think all the projections are saying in the tiebreaker ohio state would win so yeah so it's a really weird kind of tie tie tiebreaker scenario but i definitely think that that all could happen i definitely think it could that would be imagine Imagine one of them getting one division. That would be incredible. They should, uh, remember in high school, they used to talk about whenever you had like a three-way tie for fourth place to make the playoffs, getting like the three teams together and playing like a, little mini games. They should make them yeah. play mini games all in the oh, same Oh, dude. That would be wow. great TV. LaGrange did that one year, I think. They played a – it was a one-half they played somebody. It was probably hey. five, six years ago, I think. But mm-hmm. – that would be such good TV because just think you would have all of the fan bases all in the one stadium. You would have all of the teams. Oh man, it should just be the. I should just be the Big Ten championship game. I mean, <laughs> right, <laughs> let all three of them show up. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Hell. That'd come be out. Hell. Who's going to come out of the? Who will one of those teams play in the Big Ten championship game? I got they're, Iowa. They're playing Wisconsin. I think it's Wisconsin. Don't sleep on Illinois, Logan. I love it. I absolutely love it. Man, but I think the Big Ten is super intriguing just because I think the East is the best division. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. They're the best division in college football this season just because they're so top-heavy. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, whatever, dude. Not an SEC guy. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say it. Should you just go ahead and move up to Ohio, you Yankee? <laughs> screw Ohio State. Screw the state of Ohio <laughs> for screwing up. And screw SeatGeek. Yeah. Man, we're finally, we're, we're finally, finally making our way out west. This is a pretty straightforward game. We have Boise State versus Washington. A lot of hype around Washington coming into this season. Washington is favored by 14 and a half. Can can they take care of business at home? Can they flash? And can they kind of keep this hype train rolling that's really gotten started since 
they really got hot at the end of last season. Yeah, I think Michael Penix Jr. is going to lead them um, this year. You know, that was your first pick in the quarterback draft. Um, I think he is all what he is advertised to be. I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, I think they're going to be just fine in this game. This isn't like the old Boise State teams that literally you had to watch out if you played them because they could beat you. Um, so I'm not really worried about Boise State. Um, I think Washington's going to take care of business, and this is probably at my nine. I'll probably put them at my nine confidence. Yeah, I like Washington pretty handedly. I uh, I have some strong feelings towards Boise State for obvious reasons we don't have to talk about. Um, but, yeah, I think Washington's going to be really good. I think the Pac-12 is going to be very good as a whole, and I think Washington's going to be towards the top of it and – I'm a believer in Washington this year. I think one of their running backs just got hurt. It might be up for the year, but yes, he he is. But I mean, they're so loaded at they're loaded at receiver. They they have the two thousand guys coming back, Roma Dunze and Jalen McMillan, I think. And and then they also got a guy coming back that had almost seven hundred yards last year too. So I mean, they almost have three three thousand yard guys coming back. I th- I think they're loaded. Will Smith. When's the last time we discussed the Pac-12 being good as a whole? I feel like that yeah. was a, an odd question. You don't hear that too often, at least not as never. a never. It's never happened. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go. I think Washington's gonna gonna get it done. I don't see Boise putting up much against them, but you never know. Boise has been sneaky in the past. Yeah. Yeah. This is the best the Pac-12 has been in a while. I mean, they have six teams that have win totals all over eight and a half. I mean, they're absolutely stacked. And it just stings out a bunch of those games are going to be played super late at night because kind of once you get to the end of the, the um, end of the season, all of those teams start to do a little round round robin deal. And it's going to be phenomenal football to watch. Do any of y'all think the Pac-12 has a team that comes out and makes the playoff this year, or do y'all think they just kind of cannibalize themselves? I think one of I think Oregon or Washington will make it through. I think one of them will end up going eleven and one, and then winning the conference championship and making it. I picked or- Oregon's in my playoff. Let's go, baby! Yes, sir. But I wouldn't be surprised if Washington was. If it's not Oregon, I could see Washington doing it. Yeah, yeah, I think Oregon has the best shot out of the out of the teams. And they're proven. Um, they got a very experienced quarterback. Um, oh, yeah, Bo Nix. Very experienced. In the NCAA. Uh, we'll got Ten years under his belt. He does. All jokes aside, those two guys, Bo Nix and Michael Penix, should give the Florida Nation hope that Graham Mertz could yes. be really good there. Yeah, and I mean, those two guys were kind of cast to the side and not thought of very well where their yeah. previous stops and then they went somewhere else and flipped the switch for them. That's a good comparison. We'll see. Kind of the same thing when you look at DJU too, dude. I mean, like he really wasn't in the best situation when whenever he was at Clemson, he he was able to grow, say like, oh, this is the type of offense, this is the kind of style of football that fits me the best. And then he was able to transfer. He was able to go out to Oregon State where they're more of a run-heavy play-action team. And that's why he picked that team was because he was like, this fits me the best. So I think that you are right, Logan. We could see Graham, Graham Mertz kind of 
pop just because he's in a new environment and he's in a new system that could kind of be that could kind of cater more to him. So coming back down south, Louisville, an extremely hyped team just because of their soft schedule. I think their win total is like eight or eight and a half, but they're playing Georgia Tech, not at not at not at Bobby Dodd Stadium, but at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They're playing Another neutral they're, site. They're playing in Atlanta, but at a neutral site game. Disgusting. That's a we shame. did absolute shame. Well, but let's be honest. I mean, is anybody gonna show up to the Georgia Tech game? Yeah, dude. <sighs> There's some hype around Georgia Tech, man. I think you'll see a lot of like a lot of red in the crowd from the season. Yeah. Yeah. But but Louisville is favored by seven and a half in this game. They, I mean, they're a bunch of people sleeper team in the um, ACC. So do y'all think they can live up to the hype or, or can Georgia tech kind of keep the momentum going that they ended the 2022 season with and, and kind of play an early season spoiler to this Louisville hype train. I give them no shot. I'm team Louisville. I didn't put much thought into it. I just Georgia Tech has been booty bottom of the barrel for for too long. I don't see them getting it done. At least not first game of the year. Yeah. With all due respect to Haynes King and his family, when he was <laughs> announced as the starter at Georgia Tech, that just like <clears throat> see ya. Louisville by a hundred and five. Oh, a hundred and five. No, I I have Louisville pretty high, and I think they cover. And win pretty handily. Yeah. Yeah, I like Louisville as well. I, I think this will be a pretty easy win for them. I just don't see Georgia Tech that good. Because um, the kind of the guys that were helping them uh, be successful in, in the year left. So, I got Louisville uh, winning big. Just, just going to kind of play the devil advocates here. We've kind of been hating on teams that have taken a bunch of transfers We've been kind of saying like, hey, you need to look out for the transfer quarterbacks that are coming into the new system, kind of get some new life. All of those are at play here. So just going to be the devil's devil's, devil's advocate and say, watch out for Georgia Tech. But I think I got Louisville above five, but I'm for sure going to pick the Cardinal too. And last but not least, Sunday night, the probably the best out of conference, well, second best out of conference matchup of the season. Florida State Seminoles team. There's not a team that ended the season hotter besides Georgia last season versus LSU team with a lot of hype. You have a bunch of people picking them to win the West. They are favored by two and a half. They're playing in Orlando, another neutral site game. Vomit, you wish this was at Doak. But man, can't which team's gonna come out on top? Because I think this is like number five versus number eight. So who's coming out on top in this matchup? Um, until Florida State can prove they can beat ranked teams. Uh I'm going LSU. Um, and it's not just because I'm a Florida fan. I just – FSU just hasn't played well in the big games. And 
you know, LSU last year kind of ran into what we've kind of been discussing about these teams, new quarterback, kind of new team around him. They just – it took them a while to get going. And it seemed like last year after that Florida game, man, LSU just took off. And they played really well. They did lose a late game to Texas A&M. That kind of hurt them. But they did beat the – I mean, they skull drug Purdue in the bowl game. So, um, I feel pretty good about Jaden Daniels coming back. Um, he's probably one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC coming back. So, I think LSU is going to take care of business here. Uh, but it will be a fun game. I think FSU's offense is going to be really fun to watch. But I got LSU and Brian Kelly winning this one. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I like LSU as well. I am concerned about Florida State's receivers against LSU secondary because I think LSU mm-hmm. secondary is probably the weakest part of their team. Um, but on the flip side, I think LSU returns all five offensive linemen from last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to help them big time on Sunday. And I think LSU wins a close one. I don't I don't like Florida State. I think they, they kind of have to prove it. Like you were just saying, I, I beat beat somebody good, and then I'll buy into your hype. And I think they're drinking their Kool Aid a little bit too much. Yeah. Like everything you hear, like out of Florida State and like their fall camp, is like, oh, we're we're great, we're we're all healthy, like we're super talented, we're loaded at every position. Like I think they they might well, be setting themselves you, up to get knocked down. You can't even tell their coach good morning, so I don't. That's true. <laughs> 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 oh man um how about you guys i think it's uh i'm gonna let you have this low i actually have them on one i do think mm-hmm. florida state has the ability to win this game no doubt i think they have the guys there um like i said it's just a matter if they can show up in the big games i'm really excited this is a sunday night game that way it gets my full attention mm-hmm. i'm not worried about checking scores from some other games going on uh i do hate this is not a, a home and home one of these fan bases yeah. would be these would be fun stadiums to play in um with oh, these two teams. um yeah i'm gonna stick with lsu even though i'm not a big brian kelly guy uh he did really well last year and it shocked yeah. me so <laughs> can keep it up if anybody has this one higher than one they're a crazy person they are a they are a psychopath will, will, that, will? got him at five baby wow okay. five Next i think i have it at two point. I think I have it at two, but look, I I do know at the beginning of the show, I was hating on y'all for picking Utah and not picking the SEC. I'm going to have to eat crow a little bit here. I'm picking Florida State. I'm, I mean, they, they, have, they have the better quarterback. They have the better running back. I would say LSU has... They do have the better offensive line, but Florida State's got some dogs on the defensive line. And Florida State's addressed some corner issues. They were able to get the number one corner out out of the portal. They were able to address some issues at the wide receiver position. And I just think that they've progressively been getting better and better every single season under Mike Norvell. So I think if they are going to pop, they're going to pop this this season and there is not a better game to pop to start the season than this game. So I am, I am picking Florida state, but it's at my two. They're no. starting yeah. two and two in the month of September. Yep. Oh. 
That's tough. Who's their other big game? Is it Clemson? Yep. Yeah. At the yeah, end of September. Weekend or fourth weekend? Four. It's the fourth. It's the same weekend as like Georgia, Auburn, Florida, Kentucky. No, it's, it's the week before. It's the week before Georgia, Auburn. Right? No, I thought it was the last game of September. Uh, I thought you you could be right, but I thought Auburn Georgia was week five. They are on the September. It's yeah. weeks in the September, but it is the fifth week. Yeah, man. But I am gonna pick Florida State. But like I said, it's at my two. If we see Florida State lose this game, could we see them go off of the rails and like? because there is so much hype around them and they've obviously kind of been able to buy into the hype themselves. So what if they come out, get smacked by LSU? Like, could we see this team go off the rails and finish eight and four? It's, it's possible. A lot of teams yeah. that uh, have those big losses early in the season, it's uh, either make it or break it for them. It, uh, they turn it around from there and they rip off 10, 11 wins in a row. Yeah. Or like you said, they can crumble. It's uh you never know with eighteen to twenty-two year old guys how they're going yeah. to respond to something like that. Yeah, I think the loser of this one I don't know if they can bounce back from it. I just with it being the first game, I think you can. But man, you can. I guess smacked, I should say I don't think they will. Yeah. Yeah, All if you, right, so if you get smacked example, in the face like blown well. out. You go ahead, Will. Think, think about what Oregon did last year. Georgia just completely, and utterly embarrassed them. Yeah, and they turned around. They had a solid season. Well, they finished. What was their final regular season? Nine and three. And one of their losses was a close was game. It? Yeah, but they had yeah, to stay late. Their season after looking just like they didn't belong on the football field. Well, well, that th- there were a bunch of teams that really didn't look like they belonged on the same field as Georgia last year. Tons. Unfortunately. <laughs> More like specific to these two, not necessarily like in general can they bounce back, but I don't think like if LSU loses, I think they could take another loss to Alabama, obviously one or two more just because SEC is tough. Could lose to Yeah. I think Florida State could lose to Clemson and start two and two, like we just said. And then maybe Florida gets them. They could lose to Miami. Yep. That's true. Yeah. At least they're, uh, it's an out-of-conference game, so it doesn't affect yeah. their their conference um, goals, which helps. And that's the way the coaches will probably spin it. You know, we saw everything was, in front of us. Can we bounce back from this? It's definitely more likely for LSU not to bounce back because the schedule's so tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when Florida State's playing in the ACC, man, and after that Clemson game, it's just kind of a little breeze until you get to Miami, and then another breeze till you get to Florida. Okay, this is a pretty – this is kind of a bold prediction. Could we be looking at the first two-loss team to make the four-team playoff coming out of this game? No. No? I think if it's going to happen in the last year, it would be either one of these two teams. Because think – what if what, what what if LSU takes a really early close loss to Florida State? Florida State runs the table like that the, the, they're like the number two seed, and then you have say LSU goes on the road, takes like a heartbreaking loss to Ole Miss, 
but then beats Alabama, beats a good Texas A&M team, still goes to the SEC championship game, somehow pulls off Georgia, and they're an 11-2 and SEC champion. I think it's fair to say that they would get in in that scenario. It's just a yeah. matter of if they can do if, that, you know? If that happens. But I for sure think that we could be looking at a two-loss team coming out of this game. I think it would have to be LSU. I, I don't think – I don't think Florida State could have two two losses win the ACC just because of the nature of the conference and then get in no. to a four-team playoff. I think there's too many other good teams that will finish undefeated or with one loss as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, those are, those are the 10 pick'em games, man. It absolutely flies by when you're on the pod. But just before we go, I want to get – one of y'all's bowl predictions from Logan and a bowl prediction from Will Smith before y'all go. What is y'all's boldest prediction for the 2023 college football season? Oh, man, you should have prepared us for this. I don't Dude, off, off of the dome. Just, I mean, just bold, absolutely wacky, but, but, but something you could see happen, but bold. Texas winning the national championship bowl in the uh, no, I, I, I think you should win with your Auburn well, prediction, yeah. Logan. Oh yeah. Which one? You're nine and three. You're gonna beat Alabama. Oh, oh yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, that's it. There. No, yeah, Auburn's gonna beat Alabama. I don't feel like it's that bold, but yeah, Auburn's beating Alabama. Okay, that's I'm taking, pretty bold. Right? off Logan. I think uh my bowl prediction is gonna be Alabama takes three losses in the regular season. Oh my gosh. At this time for three. Three. I'm gonna call it three. Calling yeah. it. That's if wow. Logan's Auburn team can can pull it off. Yeah. They're gonna have an early season loss in Texas. Ooh. I think LSU gets them again. And if uh, it's either Tennessee Ooh. or Auburn, someone's gonna put it on them. Ooh. The unproven unproven uh quarterback play is gonna get them. Ooh. Man, that'll be fun to I've see. I've been waiting on it for 15 years. It's got to come at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean. If it's not this year, I don't know when it's going to happen. Exactly. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because they keep recruiting. I think this yeah. is just one of those in-between right. awkward years. But it's it's hard to bet against Look, Nick Saban. It really is. Nick Saban bought a beach house recently. It's it's coming, man. He's about to retire. I mean, and a, a three-loss. Like, I don't know where it's – one foot out yeah. the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my god! Man, gosh, you ain't buying a beach house like that if you ain't getting ready to spend time there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he could just be kind of setting the stone, setting the foundation for when he for when he does quit. But I think he's going to be like a Joe Paw situation where he is coaching and then he quits. And then when he finally hangs it up he doesn't have a purpose in life anymore and he croaks no nah, miss terry's gonna keep him around yeah he'll keep him around. he's gonna be playing golf dude he's too active not to dude but i mean he he loves coaching that that's his life uh, like, he loves it <laughs> for, i hope that's not true for his sake no yeah. no good but, lord he's too stubborn he's gonna stick around for a long time <laughs> true. I true, just man, hope but... you don't stick around too long. Like, don't diminish yeah. what you've done. Yeah. Dude, 
there are some people that think that he that he should have retired at the end of the 2020 season. Say so it's like, hey, I just won with probably with probably the best team ever that I've had here. Let me call it quits while I'm ahead. And yeah, yeah. do you really think saying Auburn beating Alabama is more bold than saying Texas is going to win the national championship, dude? Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Those are. Uh, I would say Texas winning is probably more bold just because there's so much that has to go into it. And then the Auburn Alabama game is just one game. Whenever, whenever Texas winning the national championship, that's them having to win 14 games, essentially. Texas is closer. Texas is closer to win a national championship than Auburn is to Alabama. I don't know, dude. Roster wise, quarterback, like just team wise. I mean, look at him. <laughs> Auburn's Auburn been has terrible a pair quarterback years. Oh, that we just went to four overtimes two years ago with a terrible team, dude. Mm. Plus, 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 it is, it is something about when Alabama comes into Jordan Hare, man. There's, I'm, I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. There is nothing like it. You have had good Alabama teams. Come in and get smacked by above average Auburn teams. And we know Bill O'Brien sucks. That was his fault, dude. He's terrible. Glad he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Getting back on Man. top right here. Yep. Man, but I I have had a blast breaking down week one. Man, we're so close, so close. But I've had a blast breaking it down with y'all. And hopefully. Whenever y'all win some weeks, well, I hope y'all don't win any weeks. I, I hope that I'm winning every week. But we are going to bring the winner on of every week to get them to break down the next week's game. So we'll probably have y'all on again. And if we do, I will be glad to have y'all on. Do we have any last words before we call it a night, fellas? I'm just glad it's finally here. The moment we've been waiting on for quite some time. Close. It'll be fun weekend. We got five days loaded of college football, so yes, it'll be fun. Sir. I appreciate y'all having us on. Yes, sir. Anytime. Okay. Any any last words, Logan and Will Bates? Thanks for having us. I look forward to taking a victory lap at the end of the year. Oh, dude, I, swear <laughs> to, I swear to God, if you go back to back. I just want to I just want to be in contention in the last three weeks. Just let me be there. Because uh, if you can, if you, you got contention, you get a chance years. to win. Yeah. So yeah. Well, last year I was close. So let's not act crazy now. <laughs> Logan right, just dominated last dude, four weeks. It was, it w- was ridiculous. Well, I had a blast, and and you can look forward to catching us again when we break down what happened all of week one. At the beginning of of next week, fellas, I enjoyed it, and good night.